Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo has a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on Canada's Drag Race, Season 3. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT Playing. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a RuPaul's Drag Race live review uh, podcast. Live. You all know what we do. We put it on. We watch some. We record. We watch some more. We record. Nick's Nick scene. <laughs> Nick's microphone. <laughs> Release it out. Podcast out there. Next ASAP. episode. Get on the aeroplane. Yeah. Onto the club. That's what we do. That's basically it. Yes. Um, very excited. I'm very excited. We're, we're getting near the halfway point, surely, of Canada's Drag Race. Episode five. Well, we've got eight queens left. It's episode five. You know, there's usually three or four in the finale, so there's probably only four more competitive episodes left before the finale. Really? Well, actually, no. Probably, let's say five, actually. They usually have the top three in Canada. But who knows? Wouldn't wouldn't be averse to them having a comeback episode either. I mean, yeah, well, okay. If you had to bring back a queen, because you're mm-hmm. always like, oh, I'm, I'm, this queen went too soon. Yeah, I know. If you had to bring back a queen, and that is either Chaos, Shalazan LaRue, Miss Mosu, or Halal Bay. Who would you bring back? Have I got to choose one? Yes, only one. Shalazon has just got a real soft spot for... Um, and obviously, I know, we know that this is the Snatch Game episode from the preview last week. I think she'd have done well. I think she's a funny girl. From what? Oh, she was good in the... the um, the what are they called the the where, oh, where yes, are we you're right, you're the where right. are we no yes. the who knows the who, the who knows, knows. <laughs> you're right she was good there you're right yeah, yeah. if I had to bring I, back someone it would be Shalazon Shalazon a close second Halal Bay I just like she seemed so intriguing and we got to see nothing of her really um if I had to oh no for me it's easy Shalazon I bring make Shalazon yeah what are the power rankings going in now Ooh. we've got Lullaby with a win we've got Lady Boom Boom with a win we've got mm-hmm. Kimmy Couture with a win yeah we've also got Jada with a win but Jada's also been in the bottom twice yeah well she's been in the bottom two once the bottom three once she's a really uneven trajectory but she's only lip synced oh, once oh she only lip synced once yeah but she was in the oh, bottom oh so she's three. only basically only one bottom two and one win wait am I didn't she no. lip sync against Mosu and she lip synced last week? I think you're right. She sent Mosu home. They plonked the two of them in the bottom, didn't they? Yes. <laughs> yes, she did. She sent her friend. That's right, because they did um, high school, high school confidential, which I've been listening to on repeat since then, by the way. I love that song now. You're right. She's been in the bottom two twice. And Crazy everyone stuff. else is just there. Besides Miss Fierce, who's... Been in the bottom once. She has, yeah. So we've got kind of like Viv, Bombay, and Irma Gerd, who just haven't had a win. Irma's been in the bottom three. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bombay or Vanderpuss have. Um, I feel like Vanderpuss is just like, do you a win? I just feel like it's Snatch Game this week and this is going to be her week. I just feel it in my waters. Yeah. Um, mm. She's just been so good in like... You know, the little improv mini challenges and stuff. She's been like a shining star in in a couple of those. Yeah. Hasn't she? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've liked her. I think she is becoming a favourite with many people. I think she is mm. due a win. I think she needs to win soon. 
Yes. But she's been like, she's she's lovely, she's consistent, yep. but she needs to get some wins in her belt, doesn't oh, she? Oh, definitely, if you want. So, One thing I will say as well, we're at that point now where we've had our first four winners. Usually, nine times out of ten, the winner of the season is in those first four wins. So Lullaby, Lady Boom Boom, Kumikato and Jada. Yeah, it could be one of them. I mean, it's it's statistically very, very likely. Who are you rooting for? Rooting for? Who do you think right now yeah. is the winner of Canada's Drag Race? In in term, Okay, you're asking two different questions. Who am I rooting for or who I think it's going to be? Who do you think is going to be the winner of Canada's Drag Race? I think it's going to be Giselle or Boom Boom, if I'm going to go on like statistics and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've just got a real soft spot. I love both of them. I, I would be, you know, they're doing so, so well. I'm really happy to see their wins, their trajectory. I also have a soft spot for Vanderpuss. I just like kind of want to see her do well. Um, Jada, unfortunately, again, basically, this isn't a hard and fast rule, but like about 70% of winners or something have only been in the bottom two once. So Jada's mm, becoming statistically less likely. I, I want... I, I think I'm rooting for Vanderpuss, but if I choose a winner today, right now, mm-hmm. it'll be Lullaby. Yeah, she's just got something about her, yeah. hasn't she? And yeah. it's like she's gaining momentum in the competition. Yeah, there's something, there's something about Lullaby that's but, just... And that what she created last week was really just good. gorgeous. And like two, two challenges, two design challenges are really in the season. For me, it's just like it's kind of playing to her strengths. I will say Boom Boom as well, though. She's been really consistent. She's a funny girl. I thought she was good in the who knows. You know, she's one of the better girls. For, for, for Let's face it, it was a bit of an uneven comedy challenge. But she was one of the funnier girls, I thought. Mm. Um. And she could perform. She was great when she was with Kimmy. Yeah, I mean, she can move. She can move. I mean, it is early, but these are the vibes I'm getting. Yeah. Now, the girls come into the workroom. They see Chaos's mirror message, and it reads, um, all you girls fucking rock. <laughs> Always keep your confidence going on. Live your inner, live your inner chaos. Vivian, you bitch, get that crown. P.S. Bombay, I'm keeping the wig. I've got to say there's a little too much swearing for my liking. In, in that message. I'm well, sorry. you know, you know, how would you feel if you um if you're rooted off, <laughs> if, I, if you're put on the bottom and you really shouldn't have been? Um, to be fair, I don't. We didn't agree with her being in the bottom. Too. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. And Chaos is such a creative. Um, I really loved her designs. I was I was so shocked she was in the bottom too. I actually thought she should have been high. I know I know there were similarities to the other one that she made, but like. It, it was it was different. It was floor length. It was a different material. It was styled differently. I, I thought it was unfair. I thought it was... I think, to be honest, I thought it was because she was an introvert and she wasn't making the TV that she wanted them to make. What do you think about... What do you think about Queen's um, chaos, namely, for this episode? Mm-hmm. What do you think about Queen's leaving uh, messages for girls um, who they feel are the winners? I don't know. I guess it can be interpreted a few different ways. In one way, it's sweet because they're rooting for their friend. In another way, it feels like a little bit of shade at the other girls. I think the best thing to do is if you can sniff, if you're sniffing out any riggery, do what Mariah Balenciaga did. Just say, "Congratulations, Raja." It's it's just very <laughs> telling that that there must have been something playing in her favor if oh, the producers 
wiped it off because it, it could have oh, yeah. just been funny. It could have mm. just been funny, but it, like they felt exposed. They felt like you know they felt like Definitely. they had the blue tick. They were seen. <laughs> they felt seen, so they took it yeah. off. Um, but I'm putting myself in that position. If I saw someone rooting for someone else, I would be like. You wait to the reunion. <laughs> I, I think you wait to the reunion. Huh? <laughs> I hope most of the girls use it as fuel to be like, "Well, I'll prove you wrong. I'm gonna, you know, trounce this Vanderpuss bent." Um, we've not mentioned the Fierce Delicious mini movie at the beginning. Oh. Somebody's having a lot of fun in the editing department, <laughs> creating like a movie trailer of Fierce Delicious the movie, which I will go and watch, by the way. About her, the, the drama she's been causing and, and being involved in. Um, that saboteur. Oh, that saboteur's in the way. Uh, I can't even stand I, to look at that I found it strange that they made that a, a thing, seeing that those moments were a compilation over the last few weeks. I can't think of when they've ever done that before. Well, it must be leading to something in the episode. I don't know. I wonder if it was actually chucked together just you know, last week or something or in the past week, because she's definitely people are noticing her and talking about her online. She's a big character in the show. Um, and maybe they've picked up on that and added that little trailer. I don't know. Um, well, I, she's in look, she's in her feelings again today. Oh, isn't gosh. She? Well, we could tell um, at the end of the last episode, the camera kept on focusing on it, especially when Brooke went true North, strong and fierce. And then it big close up on her gorgeous little pouty face. And she was just really, really sad. She's just sulking, isn't she? She's in her feelings again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's got a lot of feelings. In her feelings again. What was it about? It was um, the. It was in an untucked. Um, Kimmy was honest with her about never wanting to work with her again. <laughs> uh, and she asked for the honesty, and then didn't like what she heard. Unfortunately, sure, Kimmy was blunt. But I think Kimmy just wants it to be completely unambiguous about her feelings. I think Kimmy is quite a heart on her sleeve person as well. So they're probably not a good combo, are they? They're probably not a good pair to put together, as we saw. Although they did win. Well, they they did do quite well. But behind the scenes, there was a bit of bickering. I mean, there was, there was a bit a of drama. trail of devastation behind them. <laughs> uh, but it's just, she seems to find ways of making the moment about her... I mean, the shades of season six Laganja, isn't that? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is. I feel mm -hmm. like it's it wasn't about you. Someone's gone home. Someone's won. You're 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 not in there in those spots. But she again draws it to herself, and she's done that every week after the main stage. She really has. She's found a way of making the moment about her. I, I, I mean, she is milking that TV time. She she knows she wants screen time. She wants air time. <laughs> it's like when Jinx Monsoon got hit by Aquaria. In season oh, 10, yeah, season one, so she goes, I wasn't mad. I was just happy for the airtime. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think at that point, everybody was like, oh, we have to get Jinx back. Um, what, what I would say is that we don't know Fierce as a person. We're seeing her on a reality TV where she's probably contriving a persona rather than being herself, really. Although, you know, I could be wrong. She might be like this 24-7. Um, I mentioned it the other week, the way that the character she's portraying is very histrionic in the sense that she's very grab the spotlight. I very Tinkerbell. If you're not giving me applause, I'm, I'm wilting over here kind of thing. Mm. Um, so she needs that spotlight and she will do whatever it takes to grab it. But like with a lot of people with histrionic traits, the people around her find it, are starting to find it really exhausting. It's yeah. cute. It's cute for a bit, but it gets exhausting. They're the kind of person who is such great fun at a party, but not great for a flatmate, that kind of thing. 
you know? Oh. Um, so, um, again, I'm in no way diagnosing her with anything or saying that we know her as a person because we're seeing a heavily edited version of her reality TV persona. But what has been portrayed... Is a bit histrionic. It's a bit history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's it's Lady Boom Boom, actually. Who, she's, she seems to be finding her voice, Boom Boom. Oh, sh- she is the boom boom. She is the boom boom, and she. I don't drop gums. I end the gym. Boom boom. I like she, how she appropriately redirects it, and is kind of like we've still not congratulated Giselle for her win. Can we focus on that for a minute? Um, so that's cute. This, but they're um, Montreal sisters, aren't they? I I don't remember. Sorry. Well, they're Quebecois. They're, they're French Canadian, aren't they? Yeah. I might be completely mixing up phrases there, by the way. But they're French Canadian, and I think they're both from Montreal. The reading challenge happens this episode, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about. Uh, did you hear any good reads? I heard a few. I, a few definitely made me chuckle. Let me have a little look at my little notes over here. Fuck, I had to write small to fit all this in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, the fucking gave in the fucking whole fucking class at the fucking Fire Island. <laughs> yeah, I, I said a, a few more fucks than the but I was No, no, I, th- I think that was about right, I was actually. exaggerating, Tom. One of my favorites is going to leave for you because I know that you laughed the hardest at it, okay? So I'm going to leave that for you. But, I mean, I will say it was really heavily edited and most queens only had about one joke. But it was cool because it made everybody look good. They didn't, right. they didn't air any clangers, which they, was sweet and respectful. Absolutely. They um they didn't give anyone much airtime, but mm-hmm. they did give a um, Netflix special to Lady they Boom did. Boom. They gave her like a whole they gave her a Netflix special girl. I was like, well, jokes, 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 yeah. jokes, jokes, jokes. I thought Boom Boom was great. Her joke about fierce, her talent is complaining. Um, Kimmy, obviously, we were let in a little bit of history there. Sounds like they've both um, had dalliances with the same person uh, who is now Boom Boom's boyfriend. And he chose the pretty one in her words. Um, who else was good? Um, Giselle. I like Giselle's one about fierce. Like, you're like a cupcake made of shit. You look pretty, but you're still made of shit. I thought that was very cutting. Miss Fierce has some good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, two wrongs don't make it right. Uh, for example, your parents. She admits to the. I think they, they aired most of the reads to Vivian. Did you hear? Did you notice that? Like, Vivian yeah. was just read to filth. And Boom Boom. She had a couple directed at her. Uh, I like Lady Boom Boom's one. Um, what did she say? Oh my god, last week you dressed up as a clown, but you doing drag will always be the biggest joke for me. That was good. I was That was a good one. My favourite one, I'm going to say, was Kimmy Go on, I know which one's going to be. Kimmy was body-shaped Coca-Cola <laughs> in can. I was like, I love that one. I liked her delivery more exactly. than She delivered it with such confidence. Well, that's it. You, the delivery and the joke, that was good. But I think that went in on the... Rightfully, Lady Boom Boom one. But while we're on the topic, Tom, what are some of your favourite reads from the whole from any oh, that's season? So hard. That's so hard. Um, oh, um, I, I I loved Alaska and All Stars too. She had some great ones. She just springs to mind, especially when she was looking at detox. It's like, what was it? It was um, uh, uh, detox. No, seriously, detox. You need to stop all of this something like that this is an intervention i've got that really really wrong but darian lake yes. springs to mind yeah you remind me of a russian doll yeah full of yourself, yourself. just laganja you're not yourself today i noticed the improvement immediately <laughs> very good um, and also she actually gave jokes to the other girls the joke that jocelyn fox said right. about um 
uh, you're so fat you eat you sit on the toilet reverse cowgirl so you've got a flat surface to eat off of yep. darian gave her that joke which is adorable um but we should be seeing her again soon hopefully in the next she's heavily rumored to be on all stars eight um oh who was it it was it was Sir simone not simone from um drag race down under Art Simone. It was oh, Art yeah. Simone. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. This who is was, good. Yeah, who yeah. was, what was her name? This was reading. Et cetera, et cetera. It goes, it goes update for the room, et cetera, et cetera, uses they, them pronouns. For example, <laughs> they haven't been in the top this season, so we won't be seeing them in the finale. <laughs> that was very, very good. I thought that was good. I also, uh, Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah. Where he was like, Naomi, she's so skinny, she used to run around the shower just to get wet. She's so skinny, she can look through the people with both eyes. <laughs> and then she does the Kim Queef. How would I describe her teeth? <laughs> oh, another one that I just remember Trixie in All Stars 3. Uh, this is a mean one. It's a mean one, but I guess it's what reading is all about. Um, Asha, you're perfect. You're beautiful. You look like Seal. Oh, what about who wants to be B? Heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> And heavier is the body. I can't remember who said that. <laughs> she, was good that was Trixie to Bibi Sahara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Trixie to Bibi. Isn't it Trixie who said that she was convinced to do drag? Like before she did drag, she met Bibi performing and she helped convince her. And she said, uh, she said something like, Darling, doing drag can take you anywhere. And Trixie has really run with that I've one. I've heard that story. I've heard that story. Yeah. yeah. It's a known fact that Derek Berry isn't very smart. <laughs> when she heard Britney Spears, she said, does she? I prefer fencing. <laughs> that's, that's that was Bob again. Also, um, Sharon Needle, um, Jiggly. You, uh, she's such a fat slut. After sex, she smokes hams. I'm thinking some... of, there's a good one by Dayla towards Thorgy. Um, it was something with like... The Clown? Yeah, it was like, Thorgy, I didn't recognize you because I can see your whole body. Usually I can only see about this much of your face while you're handing out balloons from that steam grate. Yes, that's the <laughs> one. Now, a little bit of tea, a little bit of tea. Season 12, their their reading challenge never aired. Yeah, They did the reading challenge and never aired because the reads were so bad. So that's why season 12 doesn't have a reading challenge. Yep. I mean, that's embarrassing. We'd speculate. I'm sure we speculated about that on air before because it was like a known thing that obviously season 12 didn't have it. And we thought maybe it was cut because maybe Sherry'd won. And so they'd obviously just taken the whole thing out with the with the edit. Or we thought that they changed the um, the reading challenge to include that branding one. Oh, yeah. Remember the one where it was like... It was a kind of pseudo reading challenge. The face challenge. of the first win or the second win or the third win or mm. the no win. Do you remember that one? The Jada yeah. and Jackie yeah. and... Yeah, so... Um, so that tea came from um, Crystal Method's makeover, didn't it? Opal Method. Mm, that's what you yes. told me, yeah. Yep, 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 Opal Method. Yeah, she's, oh. uh, it, was, it was on TikTok, she was spreading some tea. <laughs> now, this week is the Snatch Game. We know what it is, you know what it is. Before we get into it, what are your predictions from what we've seen being performed and delivered this season... Who do you think is going to do well? Who do we think is going to do just well? Before we say that, can I just say it's a bit weird that Jimbo was judging last week and not this week, considering oh, she right. won the snatch game. She should have done this week, you're right. And considering they read her during design challenges, even though she made really nice things. Um, anyway, strange choice. Um, so my predictions, I just feel it in my waters that Vivian, Vivian Vanderpuss, is going to be good. I feel like this is going to be her moment, her perfect moment, if you will. Absolutely. I think she's naturally funny. She's proven that she can improvise in many challenges. 
She supported. I mean, the Aussie character is still a moment. It's really, really good, and she supported Irma heavily in the um, the stand up. Oh, she she how she carried her on the shot. Those mm-hmm. shoulders, the burden she <laughs> oh carried God. during that set. And she's got broader shoulders than Nina West. And the thing is, I thought they were going to be a great pairing because they're both comedy queens now and quirky before i would have said irma gerd but then when they did that comedy challenge with the um mm. the who knows my confidence in irma as a comedy queen doesn't exist anymore it could be a redemption for her but we'll see yeah um, but i feel similarly she's supposed to be dubious. comedy queen so she's supposed to be good at this and i would like her to be but i I've only I've got Vivian Vanderpuss. Maybe Lullaby is going to be good. I feel like she's getting momentum. I feel like she's had some really good moments. Um, I do think Giselle could do well. I think Boom Boom is a funny girl. She won the reading challenge. Mm-hmm. She was solid in the stand-up challenge. Mm-hmm. I think Boom Boom could have some good moments. Jada could go either way. If she can cha- channel that wonderful, warm, funny, charismatic personality of hers into an appropriate character... She's golden. Um, I just, she's just proven so uneven so far. Now, a quick, a quick rundown. We know how the queens are going to do. We haven't yet watched a snitch game. We're going to watch it very soon. Mm-hmm. Bombay's doing Aziz and Sari. I don't think it's a good idea to do a comedian because comedians no. aren't a character. They, they, they are people doing the snatch game. I they agree are just, with you. They're just people telling jokes and telling stories. Yeah. So if you're doing a comedian, all you're trying to do is retell their jokes. It's a really tricky it's, one. Yeah. I completely agree with you there. I'm not sure she's made the best choice there. I just don't think do I just don't think you should do a comedian because it's not that they're an empty vessel, but unless they're a comedian that's then become famous to do mm-hmm. other things, like Ellen DeGeneres is now beyond a comedian. You could do Yeah, you could you do could, Alan, yeah, although and Blair St. Clair could not do Alan. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, there's there's certain comedians that you can do, but because they've gone past us being stand up. I fully agree with you when they've become a kind of iconic character of their own. Um yeah, I fully agree with you. Ellen's got so many weird quirks and so many weird stories about her. She'd actually be quite a good Snatch Game character. Mm. Lullaby is doing Marie Curie or Celine Dion. But she she did have the same character as Lady Boom Boom. Yes, she was also going to do Mado, who Mado, was a drag queen. Iconic, apparently, Montreal drag queen. And she was, she was very, very cool and like actually just have the whole outfit have it because she was like boom boom doesn't have a backup and i've got several so that was cool very magnanimous very mm. um she was literally mirroring um red hair and a silver dress red hair and silver dress red hair and that's right dress. that's what she did with um bigger chips yeah so davina de campo gave bag of chips her margaret thatcher outfit and everything sometimes it works when you take the character, because it worked for Bagger because she killed that Snatch game. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you look like a fool for, like, Donatella Versace. Yeah, that was questionable. <laughs> With Fame and Violet. This is not the prescription refill pad. I must be confused. I thought that was a funny joke. <laughs> I thought that was cute. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we don't need alibis doing you. We've got Irma Gura doing Marilyn Monroe. Who's been done before by Ivy Winters. It could do with some redemption shit. We've also got um, Kimmy Couture doing Ariana, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Um, who's who done beautifully by Plastic by... Tiara. <laughs> and, and Tatiana. No, what I'm saying, I'm joking about Plastic because she just did it in that oh, skit. Yeah. But Tatiana actually did it and found it really hard to make her funny. And Tatiana's no slouch when it comes to Snatch Game. She won the first ever Snatch Game. Luke. 
I mean, Pandora was arguably the more talented comedian there, but I would never take that away from Tatiana. She was funny. She had some great mannerisms and jokes. Jada's doing a TikToker um, called Saucy Santana. Saucy. I don't know Who's made famous by that. He's a rapper. Um, He's like, material girl. But like, he's just, I don't know. It would appeal to the younger kids, but it's just for me, I, 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 all I know is that, you know, he's a flamboyant gay who raps. I think going for trendy TikTokers and YouTubers is a, such a risk because you either, nobody knows who they are basically half the time. Well, I say nobody. A lot of the younger people watching will know who they are. A lot of the audience won't. And actually, the hosts don't often know who they are either. Not in depth. So either you can turn it into something really, really funny, like Gigi Good did, really. Oh, no, she was Sophie the Robot. She's not really a YouTube girl. Or it can completely misfire, you know? And Vanderpost is doing Tammy Faye. Miss Fierce is doing Kourtney Kardashian. Um, I, Tammy Faye could be a really good character. I don't... I only know about Tammy Faye through Drag Race. Ginger Minge did her in All Stars 2. Mm-hmm. Tammy Brown did her in the Gaffin in All Stars 1. Um, so we'll see. I think this is... I know she's high camp. So I think she'll be a good character for Vivian's Inhabit. I think we should watch now. I yeah. think we should watch and see what they bring. Yeah. And that's the Snatch Game. That is the Snatch. Before we get into it... Okay. We quickly read our review? Review? We had a review. Oh, go on. Yes, go on. It was a lovely review, very kind review. Um, so we always like to give a shout out when people give us a lovely review. Um, so from Damo Callo from Canada, so appropriate to read it out today. Um, chill voices and entertaining reviews of Canada's Drag Race. Started tuning in to hear about the perspective on Canada's Drag Race. Really entertaining, cool and calm approach. Great audio quality. That's for you, Barlow, our executive producer over there. Um and it's nice to hear the perspective coming from a psychiatrist and a performer. Good balance. That's really, really like sweet and well thought out review. Thank you very much. I really like that. Thank you yeah. so much for that. And if you want to write a review, go on. Mm. Go on. Give it go a go. On. Yeah. Thank now, you so much. We love yeah. They really help us. So the Snatch Game. The Snatch Game. Let's just start with um, who were your favorites? Okay. My faves. Okay. I'm going to say a top three for me. Yeah. And I think it's probably quite easy. Give me a me. top three and we'll talk about the top three first. Yeah. Um, Vanderpuss. Um, Giselle and Irma. Is it in that order? I've got a top two with a three in there. Okay. Uh, those are also my top three. Uh-huh. Do you have an order? My order would be, for me personally, mm-hmm. it would be Irma. Really? Number one? Yeah. Surprise factor. But she was very good. I don't want to diminish her, her, the job she did. She was very, very good. It would be Irma and then Vanderpuss and Giselle equal. Okay, okay, cool. I, I, do you know what? I think they're a pretty tight top three. I'd be happy to see it go to any one of these girls today. Uh, obviously, run, we'll see what happens on the runway. But tell me your highlights from them. Um, I'm a good Marilyn Monroe. It was the um, the way she she took, like, oh, Mr. President. Very good. It was just, oh, God, what the hell was that accent, Paul? Well, no, I will say. Her delivery and mannerisms and everything were really, really perfect and spot on. Her accent wandered a little at times, but overall, so, so good. So, so good. It was her answers, um, because I know Marilyn Monroe, thanks to Smash. I 
that music that musical okay. kind of like okay. show uh with it was um it was basically a tv show where as a tv musical show mm-hmm. about the life of marilyn monroe norma jean baker mm-hmm. and um so she she made references to joe dimaggio who was a, fo- a softball baseball player, baseball player. Um, her answers were great and then the one where she didn't get the answers goes, oh, now Omis wrote Conflict Resolution. That was very, very good. The best one was the um, the answer to, I think, what, what the question well, was. Well, she sort of intellectualized it, didn't she? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, Canadians are so polite when someone comes to them off in traffic instead of the finger, they give them, I think that was the answer. Yeah. Was that the, was that what the she question? Sem- she, sem- she somehow went off on a tangent, didn't she, about like the elaborate construction of her persona? Yes. And and no, so instead of throwing shade, she throws a curveball. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And then she, in text, oh my gosh, she went on this really intelligent rant Bit like about my persona. The whole thing is a parody of the male gaze of, and she went on and on. The elements and on. of feminism and of sexual availability and, oh. Sorry. Tits. <laughs> very, very good. It was really like a yeah. clever, well thought out joke. And actually, Marilyn Monroe actually was a very intelligent woman who had a very carefully constructed persona. Really? Well, yeah, she was a really smart lady. Um, so it was it was a very, very good joke and an excellent performance. I was really impressed by Irma. I was really happy to see this as her redemption, if you like, as it a comedy was, queen in this competition. It absolutely was a redemption. So, yeah. yeah. The, the next one we can talk about is... Um, Giselle Lullaby went with Marie Curie, and it was, it was, it was. I, I, I had a feeling that this is how she was going to play it. That as it progressed, uh-huh. she got more and more deftly. Well, it was, it was very dark. You got to say, and I wouldn't be surprised actually, and I would validate this. You know, this is people's emotional reaction. I'd be surprised if a couple of people were a bit offended by this. But to me, this is a drag queen's dark humor. Um, and I laughed a lot, especially because she got progressive. I think the humor was derived from as she looked more well, as her physical uh, state became more and more like deathly and horrific, the more and more oblivious and upbeat and optimistic she was. Because that was the basis of her joke, wasn't it? That uh, Madame Curie, the discoverer of radium, was in denial about the effects of radiation and the poor woman. Had, had radiation poisoning and died from it and you know comedy equals tragedy over time doesn't it um so obviously what happened to madame curie was a terrible tragedy i guess we can laugh because it was a long time ago um but she met i think she really put the cherry on it when she had the tentacles at the end and made it like fantastically ridiculous yeah you know absurd yeah and my, my favorite is probably when the eyebrow fell off though she just put, she drew put back a new on. one just like the denial the upbeat denial. the joke was derived from the denial that's where the humor lay yeah so i thought that was i thought she was fantastic and then we have Vanderpuss as Tammy Faye. I worried about her with the first opening because it was a little flat, but then everything after that was gold. The thing is, I don't know Tammy Faye, so a lot of the times familiarity is comedy. Like mm-hmm. when you know someone and you know about them, and so things that they do was funny because mm-hmm. you realize what they're making fun of. And unfortunately for me, I knew she was doing a great job by her delivery and everyone's reaction to it. 
I, I you know all I can say is that from her from performance standpoint, I saw a very confident person playing a a confident character. Yeah, um, character who knew um how to answer. Very clever and answers. Isn't it? Like what was the one? The what flavor is the the beverage? She's like it's sort of a zesty apple delivered by a snake. Yes, that was yeah. very very good. The whole original sin thing, um, so so funny. Um, somebody said something about gays, didn't she? And she's like, well, I married one of those. Tricky guy. Tricky guy. Tricky guy. She's just very naturally funny. Her delivery just really made me chuckle. Personally, I think, I think she gave me the most laughs, I think. Just my personal taste. All this top three were all different. Yeah, of course. I mean, for me, I laughed more than Marilyn Monroe. validating me. Absolutely. Um, what else was she good? Um. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. The, is that waterproof mascara? Oh, it's just tattooed on at this point. Actually, my eyeballs are tattooed on. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> now, let's look about the bottom, the, your bottom three. So that's like suggesting there's a couple of safe girls, but my bottom three. Now, I've got a couple of girls that I've just kind of written. Ooh, this was a bit flat, unfortunately. And they are mainly Bombay and um, Kimmy. Bombay oh, and, and, Boom and Boom. Lady Boom. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you're leaving Lady Boom Boom out. They're the three, and I think it's quite clear cut. Now, tell me some of your thoughts. For me, the clear bottom two is Lady Boom Boom and Kimmy Couture. Okay, okay. Um, Kimmy, I mean, Kimmy's Ariana Grande was <laughs> just... Confu- she was lost. She was confused. First it's confused. like, do you know you're on? It's like <laughs> I wanted to slap her and be like, you're you're on the snatch game. Do you know that? But hey, she was relying on her innate charisma and being able to do a good Ariana illusion and having the costume. And unfortunately, she couldn't even sing "Break Free." She didn't even like give it a go. Like presumably, like I'm, I'm betting that she knows a couple of the lyrics of the song, but she shrank like. Brooke really threw her a bone. Jenny gives a couple of lines there. She could have. I mean, I'm you know I'm not saying this. Oh, well, here we go, masterclass. Oh, here we go. Who would have been masterclass exactly. snatch game over here? Now, Kimmy, this yeah. is how you should have done it. Huh? <laughs> remember um, that last time that you did it on the show? You were yeah. really good. So can you give us some examples? I was, I was top three. I was top three. <laughs> no, but like she could have like done properly. Like this is, you know, she could have gone for like a Louis Armstrong delivery. You're not laughing. This is I just, the part where I say I don't want it. Somebody at home is laughing there. Definitely. For, for me, for, for me, I don't know why someone would choose Ariana. Like I, I've seen people online do Ariana Grande, and it's really, really funny because they they get the makeup, they get the references, and they get the voice. The voice. If you're doing something like Ariana Grande, you have to get the voice down. There's no point doing Ariana Grande if you can't do the voice. Do you know who she was more like half the time with the teehees? Michael Jackson. There, there was more Michael Jackson than there was. She was dodgy thoughts. She really Michael was. Jackson. I love everyone, Rue. <laughs> she might as well have just done that. Yeah, it was. it was just... There was a lot, a lot of confusion. In, in her words, but the Wi-Fi was just not connecting. Poor Kimmy knew it as well. And I could just see her shrinking and shrinking. And I felt bad for her. Well, what's I felt bad for Lady Boom Boom? Lady, there was mm. zero humor. Lady Boom Boom surprised me the most because she, zero. she just won the reading challenge. There was nothing. Oh, it was. Uh, I just wasn't getting any laughs at she all. She repeated answers. I think that's the first time in Drag Race history. Without it being a deliberate callback, yeah. It's just... It wasn't a callback. It was... She didn't know what else to say, unfortunately. Uh, Boom Boom is funnier than this. This is... This is... This is unfortunate. 
Um, compared to the photo we saw earlier, the the look was right. I mean, first of all, we know that a lot of queens before they go on the show get jokes written for them, so it's hard to tell. It's moments like this in wit when you have to think on the spot on the yeah. fly that really show mm-hmm. who's funny and who's 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 witty. Mm-hmm. This is where it shows because. Um, a lot of the other times it's choreographed, it's given, it can be yeah. given, and it is true. A lot of the queens get their jokes written for them. I don't think that's the case with Boom Boom. I just she just really struggled, and I can't quite put my finger on why. Um, I don't know. Maybe there, maybe there's. She said that this queen Majo is her boss. Maybe there's just too much intimidation factor, and she couldn't go for it. That's not no. You're not intimidated if you chose them in the first place. No, I know. I'm just trying Stop to find. Fi- there is. Try, I'm just trying to find an explanation. Look, not funny. They're just not funny. <laughs> they're there. That's she it. is funny though. It's just not. Well, maybe she's funny as herself, but when you have to be funny as someone else, yeah. being them, being funny through their lens, mm-hmm. that's that's your own comedy takes us take it's it's harder to use someone else as a vessel for humor i do agree with you on the bottom too i do think it's like, quite clear kimmy katoa is funny naturally oh she's but when a, she's she has a, to be funny as someone else it's like oh then it becomes difficult it's Kimmy's it's no longer natural because you have to think about how to be funny when usually you're just funny things are just more more f- flow more freely now, I suggested uh, Bombay's Aziz Ansari as the other one rounding out the bottom three. Would you agree or would you put anybody else in there? Um, I think uh, Bombay, yeah, I think Bombay, who else is there? I mean, I could see Bombay working hard and she did have some jokes in her arsenal. Um, they just weren't working, but I do appreciate the effort that she put in. I do think she put a lot of thought into it. They all um, put a lot of thought into it. It's it's just how they react in the moment, and the snatcher game is hard. I he says he's like a muppet because she's doing a lot of muppet motion. No, he's just like this very very. Um, I know who he is. Expressive comedian. Yeah, yeah. Um, Indian comedian. I but bump. I, there was just nothing funny. There was just nothing funny. I'm sorry. There was nothing funny. In about Bombay's it. performance. Yeah, there's nothing funny about Bombay's performance. There's also nothing funny about Jada's performance in Material It was more of like someone just being that person, but there were no jokes. It was, she looked the part, she, she, she acted the part, but there were no jokes. I will say for Jada, at least, she had a little bit of banter with Kimmy when she said, are you going to sing? And then put the things in her ears. And she did have a little moment where she stood up and did the dance routine and brought a bit of energy to the performance. So I'd give her credit for that. That would, for me, keep her out of the bottom three. Oh, J- Jada's not in the bottom three. She's not in the bottom Jada's, three, I'm Jada's afraid. absolutely not no, in the bottom three. No, she's not. And no. I would, I, I want you to stop I just it. wish there was more funny I just want things. you to stop insinuating that she is. Stop. Now, <laughs> um, and then we've got Miss Fierce's, at least, Miss Fierce at least made me laugh. She had one really good joke. Yes. Where was about the mama drive? Then she, then she goes, hold on, I got to call. Hi, mom. No, this isn't Kim. No, this isn't Kylie. She hung up on me. That was very, very good. That was at least she had that she joke. Got, like I, I always say, I'm not the biggest fan of the Kardashians for multiple reasons. Don't like what they put out into the world, uh, but I am grimly, morbidly fascinated with them, and I know a surprising amount about them. I thought her delivery of Courtney was very good because she's just so deadpan and expressionless and monotonous. She was very, very good at doing that. She got her little her little sound bites like Bible in there. And I do think the momager joke was really, really good. So I actually think for me She's absolutely safe. Fierce is like my fourth favourite. 
Yeah, because she had jokes. Yeah. She made you laugh. Um, I th- I th- yeah, it was... I thought, well done, Fierce. And again, <sighs> she's not known as a comedy queen, um, but she did really well here. The bottom two this week is Lady Boom Boom versus Kimmy Couture. And I think there's going to be an epic lip sync. It will follow. Oh. I mean, last 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 season, the bottom two was Priyanka and... Who was it? Oh, Kiki Wana Kai Kai. Yes, what was these her name? queens are my Kiara. Kiara. Mm-hmm. And then they had that amazing lip sync to Celine Dion's I Drove All Night. Let's hope it's another Celine banger. We also had um, Brooklyn Heights and Evie Oddly do a lovely lip sync on their Snatch Game where they're both bombed. I'm hoping that this is going to be another one because Can I just these are two well, amazing performers. I was laughing throughout Brooklyn's walkthrough. In the words of Sasha Velour, I just find it very ironic. That she was standing there giving Snatch Game advice. When she's like, on record, we have it on film, Brooklyn. Poutine! The UK, one of the worst Snatch Games ever. In so many other respects, she's such a wonderful drag queen. But then she gave the best runway and then the best lip sync that same, that same episode. Controversial yet brave opinion. I wasn't as gagged by that runway as everybody else. Oh, I was gagged. She looked beautiful. And it wasn't just how she looked. It was how she was working that runway. The presentation and the reveal was good, but wasn't it a sequins runway? It didn't even scream sequins. It was everything. Was it? Now, you know what? <laughs> this doesn't hold a candle to season one, Canada Drag Race. It's... Be, I mean, they mean that was held up by that was Jimbo. Jimbo but held Rita that. was great. Scarlet was great. Um, mm-hmm. Who else is good in that one? Jimbo. I said Jimbo. Jimbo was. Jimbo was a superstar. She was the snatch game. She was. <laughs> what was that about? Because she was Eliza. I used to be friends with Judy. You want to say something? Don't you talk about my mother? Yeah. <laughs> What are talking about about your mother? Smell my fingers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so bad. What was season so two's one? Season season two's wasn't it game? a little bit of a flat snatch game on season it was, two? It was. It was. Was it was with um, La Vanina. Um, oh, that's who um, Isis. That's was. who Isis was. Yeah, I even really remember who won it. We had we had the Momager. Oh yeah. She was oh Kendall, Kendall. was, was Momager. Yeah. Oh no, we had uh, Rachel Zoe. Uh, bananas. Oh, it was bananas. That's the thing. And then we had um, so Cynthia did win as Rachel Zoe. And then we but had she's the only really good one in it, I think. Yeah, we had um, Grimes. <laughs> we had that's Grimes. Too bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Pythia's Grimes was fine. The, the, yeah, yeah. The, we we yeah no um, we had Sophia Vergara. Overall, it just wasn't a snatch just, game with like loads of chemistry game, no, no. and interplay. No, but um, the Rachel's was good. Um, well, yeah. I remembered half of those, by the way. I'd forgotten half of them. Even though I loved that season, I kind of forget their snatch game. Oh, we had Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. He was really good. Gigi is Ace Ventura. He was really good. Yes. Yeah, very good indeed. But, um, yeah. Who held this? No one really held this. We had three... We had three queens holding this together, and it was Giselle, Irma Gerd, and Vanderpuss. Really and was. they are the top. They need to be the top. Let's have a look at the, the runway and see if that makes a difference. The category for the runway is Periodic Table of Elements. It is indeed. Really intriguing category. Uh, before we get into that, just briefly from the, from the workroom, um, obviously, 
the girls were talking a lot about religious trauma and lots of terrible stories there, particularly from from Giselle and uh, and Kimmy. But there were some really inspiring stories as well. And I liked how they were, um, I guess we so often as queer people talk about traumatic experiences with religion, unfortunately, because I think that is the overwhelming majority of queer people's experiences. But it was really nice to hear how Vivian had actually found a sense of community in her Baptist church. Mm. I loved hearing about Bombay and how her grandparents had recognized her, her, her difference, I guess, when she was younger and helped to inspire her with um, stories of, I'm guessing Hindu um, gods and goddesses who, you know, with our modern understanding, we'd probably describe as queer, you know, tra- transversing gender boundaries and boundaries of sexuality. So I, I thought that was really fascinating to hear about. Mm. I mean, I can relate. You can relate, can't you? To Vander Puss going to, um, finding a, a community within um, Christianity, which yeah. she has found. Um, I used to go to the local youth groups. Mm. Um, every week, yeah. Um, for the free food, <laughs> because they—that's how they lured you in. They always had food after. Was it with a zesty apple? Oh, well, it was more than that. <laughs> was, they had—they would get like takeaways or something. But there's always food. So I used to go to the church up the road. It wasn't even in my church, my family church. Mm-hmm. It was a church that, like, I think we heard it from a friend, and they took me there once, and then afterwards they had food, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll keep coming here. So they had it like every <laughs> Wednesday and Friday. So I used to go there just just. They the knew room. how to lure in young Paolo, didn't they? <laughs> there he was, praising the Lord <laughs> and scoffing down some chaps. Praising the bounty provided by the Lord, <laughs> yes. I think. Yes. God, yes, God bless this KFC. <laughs> Did they have KFC you. at your church? It was a good church. I went to a church. I went to an evangelical church for biscuits. No, and, no, and you they, were scoffing down KFC. They had food. They're, they're like they would get food in for the for the youth. It was like the youth groups. White people churches isn't the same, is it? No, this was a white people's church. I thought it wasn't oh. my church. It was a white people's church. It was like it was a youth. It was like a youth church. Like a lot of young people there, um, and it was oh, I remember the guy, the the youth, the leader was this punk guy who wore like, who had like those big earrings in. He used he had like a pink phone, and he had like oh. those Vans on and like ripped jeans and like very like Green Day slash Simple Plan okay, kind of yeah, outfit. Yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah, it was it was a very like young. Young, but it was just yeah. The food was great. I stuffed so. a lot of custard creams in the name of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She still is. Ah, <laughs> glory be, glory be, glory be. Glory Let's be. get to the runway. So yeah, period. I think this is a really fun theme because it's so open to interpretation. Um, so we're starting with the lady fierce delicious. Fierce always looks great on the well, unless she's making us. <laughs> She looks great on the runway, but th- th- she looks really fantastic this week. She's showing off that supermodel figure. Um, neon is her element, and I do get it now that she's mentioned it. I think the overall theme that I'm seeing is very S&M. It's very John Willie. Um, it's very uh, John Willie's Bazaar. Um, and reminiscent of recent collections that were heavily S&M influenced, like the Richard Quinn show that Violet Chachki walked in with yes, the, oh yes, with the pup. walking the pup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reminiscent of that. That I mean, I can't help but see Thorgy Thor's finale look with the tube um, kind of hair. But this is really cool. This is really cool. She looks great. I love this look. Her mug is so beautiful. Her mug is beautiful. The look is beautiful. The body is right. Everything say, is correct. 
I think her mug is one of the most beautiful we've seen on Drag Race. I mean, she's got the features for it, but the way she paints is so lovely. This is a lovely look. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Next up, we've got Kimmy Couture. She's Calcium. Now, she performs the hell out of this. And Calcium, she does convey the theme really well, because what do we think of with Calcium? Bones. Um, so I think she looks cool, reminiscent for me of the Iris Van Herpen collection. Was it 2011? It was a Couture collection that yeah. had the bone, the bone dress, which has been referenced before. No shade to Kimmy. I think it's a really cool thing to reference. Been referenced before by Aquaria, been referenced by Ahura on UK too. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I think she looks cool. She served a kind of like Mad Max cavewoman kind of effect. It's a good look. It's a good look. Where does it compare with the other two? Other two? Yeah. We've only seen we've only seen Fierce. Well the other two, Calcium, oh, Iris Van Herpen um, looks. I, I I think the others are slightly more elevated because I know that for example, Ahura drew on her resources and actually got the whole thing 3D printed. Yeah. So um and Aquaria is what she wore was expensive and exquisite. Oh yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, when we compare it to those two, it's it's not as elevated, but she Probably still worked not. it. But yeah, she worked. That, she always serves on the runway. Vivian Vanderpuss as this arsenic, is cool. arsenic, which is cool. Um, really vivid apple, like absinthe green color, isn't it? Oh yes, absinthe. Uh, let's got, not speak got, of absinthe. <laughs> we we don't we don't we don't talk about her. We don't talk about we don't that. talk about absinthe. We don't talk here. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I remember drinking us. I remember drinking the um, absinthe. In and I remember saying, I don't, know, I don't know why you think this is so bad. This is oh my god, it's not even that bad. <laughs> That's the last thing I remember. <laughs> then I remember like like a hazy moment of me. Walking with a pizza box, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. That was like, there's like a flash in time memory of me with a pizza box, and then there's me at home waking up with the worst <laughs> hangover, vomiting. Oh, you were That's, not wow. I, I don't mean, know how I got home that night. It started hitting my stomach, so I was like, "Well, I'm feeling a bit queasy. I'm going to stop drinking the absinthe." And then you just mopped up the rest of it. <laughs> so the, this color triggers me. I'm triggered. Very triggered. Now but this um, is stunning. I think it's really lovely. I love the retro style. It is very forties, very like post-war. She's she giving me like a re- uh, not Rita Hay. Yeah, a bit Rita Hayworth. A bit. Um, who else am I seeing? A bit Jane Russell. Um, she looks like a starlet from the 40s or, or early 50s. Her makeup is, is very, like a feminized joker. Is it, is it? Do you see it? I see. There's a graphic quality to the lips and things. So In I the do, eyes? Yeah. yeah I, I oh, think, but she's stunning. That's I, not, I'm not saying that she isn't. She's, what I like about gorgeous. her makeup is how transformative it is. I don't see... I don't see... Um, Vivian out of drag when she's in drag, if you get me. Lady Boom Boom. Like, I'll be honest, when I first saw this look, I was a bit like, what's going on? I love the wig. I get where you're coming from, because I think at first glance, you could think, oh, what's going on here? Is it a bit hodgepodge? But I think more and more is revealed. I got to say, this girl's got a killer body. Just the way she just cinches. She doesn't pad. Um, She looks fantastic. Now, I'm seeing a lot of Alexander McQueen elements here, personally. Now, the hair and makeup is very reminiscent of McQueen's Joan collection. And the overall kind of futurism, she's doing bromide, by the way, the, or bromine, the, the overall um, kind of futurism, kind of electronic presentation is very reminiscent for me of the collection that McQueen did for Givenchy, uh, Y2K. And it was all like a kind of technological Y2K panic sort of thing. Um I think she looks great. And I, when she's 
hits the button, the magic happens. It's very, very cool and like really fun use of technology. All the tubes that look like beautifully patterned, um, stylistic aesthetics around her body just start to flow with blood um, when she pushes that button and well, it creates an amazing effect. That's bro- Well, that color is bromine, isn't it? Oh, with bromine. But you know what they put in swimming pools sometimes and if you pee, it turns into that color. That's not that I would that's know that. mean. That's that I mean because that. I mean we all do it. We all pee in the pool. I have never. Oh come off it, Tom. You can't prove it. Well, with his bromine, I can. <laughs> There's just something about like I love that you know it is intelligent. This whole pushing the button and everything, but like the whole piece as one is a no for me. It's a no. I think it's really cool. I like it. I love that wig though. And I love I love the wig, I love the outfit, but she hasn't styled it right for me. <laughs> Look at me. I know, expert. <laughs> Look at me, I'm an expert all of a sudden. I um just I, just just to my eyes. And also I think that the makeup on her face has mounted off because in some no, shots it hasn't. it's deliberate. Uh, no, in some shots it's full white and in others it's only white and on the around the face. No, no. Tom, look at it right now. She's deliberately... Oh, gosh. No, it's deliberate. I think it's cool. It's very ghostly. Okay. Uh, we've got Giselle Lullaby looking like... Oh, wow. She's giving me Greek or Nordic goddess. Um, the element she's chosen is cesium. I know cesium is an What's element... What's cesium? It's in, it's, in a, it's in the same column as lithium, isn't it? And if you chuck it in water, it explodes. I remember that. Um so well, the, I, Lady this, Boom Boom should have done that. I yeah. know. It's, this is so opulent. The The bustier has like a bit of a Gautier quality to it. But when I, I always say this. Whenever I see gold on black, I think Schiaparelli. So it's kind of got that vibe. There's like a mothy quality to all these like fern or like antennae-like appendages coming off her. She's like the goddess of moths. This is just an amazing look. My eyes are happy staring yeah. at this. She looks expensive. She looks like a mythical goddess. It's really good because the detail's not lost towards the bottom. You know, it's she's just got those bands. A very good week for her. She really be proud good week. Of Next up, we got Jada Shader, who is um sodium. So sodium, yeah, obviously, and then the most commonly found compound containing sodium is salt. Obviously, isn't it? So. Yeah, I get it. She's got like a Himalayan pink salt thing going on, hasn't she? Um, she looks like she's from Steven Universe or something. Obviously, it's a corset, and I'd really like her hair and makeup. There's a lot of hair art going on there. The the corset itself, I guess the crystallization gives me a vague Mugler thing. Mugler did the crystal corsets that were copied by Lady Gaga, you know, earlier in her career, the kind of like crystallized corsets. Um <sighs> Bit, feel a bit funny that I can see the big white panties. That takes me off. The takes illusion. me out a little bit. I, mean, um, I just wish stunning. there was. A, I just wish there was a bit more corset draping yeah. down that covered that. Yeah. I mean, she's gorgeous. This is gorgeous. She looks stunning. I love the hair. I love the corset. I just don't like that I can see the panties. Yeah, she looks really beautiful. Just a minor criticism there. Irma Gerd is uranium. Uranium. This is cute. She's gone for a very Dior 50s new look silhouette. Um, and she's giving us a whole character. She's a housewife serving us what I believe to be probably a poisonous birthday cake, I think. I'm not going to eat it. She's she's What she's offering, I am not eating. 
Um, she's performing the heck out of it. She looks pretty. She loves these clashing colours, doesn't she? The greens and the yellows. She looks cool. I love that wig. Yeah, the wig. I love the look. Well, she's got the victory rolls and stuff going yeah, on, hasn't she? Yeah, I love yeah. it. Now, Bombay's coming down as some, like, hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop um, superhero that's going to hip-hop you to death. The yeah. ball is... What is this? So what, what, is, what element is this? Well, she said air, but I'm guessing oxygen, really. Oh, oh. If we're going for an element. I think this looks very high art, high fashion. I think it's really artistic. It's very couture. I mean, it's a bit Lee Bowery. You know, it's a bit club kid. Yes, I um, love this look. I think it's... The more I look at it, the more I enjoy it. And the, the movement was really cool as well because it really helped with, the, like, the, the, the kind of exaggeration of the hips and stuff. Um, there was, and I don't... I cannot remember who designed it, but there was this really cool um, St. Martin's graduation show um, where it was all about balloons and balloons becoming clothes and stuff. So it vaguely reminds me of that, but... Overall, really, really cool. Really, really cool. Who's got your favourite look on the runway? My favourite look. Um, I think it's probably Giselle. Or maybe Bombay. For me, um, yeah. You say Giselle, I'll say Bombay. I think so Fierce both looks really there. cool as well, though. Hemisphere Salicious. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's I think it. those are the top three stunners. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are amazing looks. Wow. I guess what this says to me is a kind of like... I mean, Fierce has got nothing to worry about this week. Giselle, could she have solidified a win with the runway? Could Bomb... Irma? Irma? Bombay will be safe. Could she have made herself safe with this look? I just think there's no way that the bottom two is not Lady Boom Boom or Kimmy. And the runway doesn't help either. There's no universe that allows them to be free from lip syncing. In performance is paramount. Exactly. It's a snatch game. And for me, the winner this week should be, well... Oh, I don't know. Either can I either just say Irma or Giselle or Vanderpuss? I'm perfectly happy with one of those winning. To be honest, they have to be the top three. Yeah, um, and really, like it's actually like Boom Boom and Kimmy kind of they were the worst performers. But we could lose a girl who's had a win. Yeah, this well, it happens, Tom. I know, but like it's like oh. Oh, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too bad. You should have. You should, I mean, the snatch game shouldn't be. You should have thought that before. Well, the snatch, the game. snatch game was something that shouldn't catch you off guard because it's the only thing that really you you one hundred percent know is going to happen, and you kind of know how it goes. So, I just mean, feels like such a shame when you've gained momentum in the competition to 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 go this early. You know. Let's see what the judges say. Congratulations, Giselle. And her second win. In a row. She's the first girl to like really gain momentum yeah. in the competition. Yeah. Do you agree with the win? It could have been any one of those girls. I, th- I thought it would have been nice to, for to finally like, acknowledge even nurse yeah. to get, and to acknowledge Irma or Vivian. Not mad about it, though, because Giselle was also fantastic. So can't quibble. Can't quibble with that. The bottom two, as we said, is Lady Boom Boom. And we and- predicted this perfectly, by the way. And Kimmy Couture with Bombay being in the bottom but being safe. Now let's talk about the lip sync. Now I love this song. I love a bit of Kylie Rae Jepsen. This album. Um, What's the song? Uh, Run Away With Me. The album that's off is actually a pop masterpiece. And I won't. there's no room for negotiation there. Um, and it's a great lip sync song because it starts and then it builds. There's emotion and it builds and it kicks off. Um, 
you tell me what you thought about lip sync performance. I thought this was a good performance from both of them. I thought so too. As I, as I thought it would be if it did come down to the two of them. For me, I think um, it's it was... I mean, the lip syncs this season have been good. They have, yeah. This, this one has been up there for me. I... Up until the last moments, my... I was rooting. I was going for Belle. I was like, okay, bomb. Um, sorry, Lady Boom. Boom Boom's got this. She she because her the difference between her and for the majority of it up until near the end for the majority of it, Boom Boom was feeling the song mm-hmm. as well as dancing. Yeah. Whereas at at and first of all, the thing that I noticed with Kimmy is that Kimmy went straight to just dancing and creating shapes and yeah, movement, yeah. which is good. It's good because if, you, if you're a dancer, hey, dance. And I think she did dance in the right places. But the difference was that I really saw this, the um, it being sold in Lady Boom Boom's face. Mm-hmm. Near the, and at the end, that's when I started to see um, Kimmy giving more face. And I think that, yeah. for me, is important, especially with a song like this where it's feeling as well as... Um, being having a good beat, you have to have the feeling yeah. down. So Bombay had that for the majority. It was hard for me because you said Bombay, you mean Boom Boom, <laughs> Boom Boom. Ah, <laughs> there boom, are some boom. similarities in the names. I, I, I get what you mean. I don't know who to choose. I mean, up until the last minute, I was like, "Oh, this is Boom Booms," but then I, at the end of it, I was like, "Oh, maybe actually, I choose Kimmy." I, I think they're both fantastic, and I agree with you. It was a really, really close call. Boom Boom did a fantastic job serving the emotion and the movement. For me, I I, I I think Kimmy, there's something like that really comes alive on stage with her and she's just incredibly compelling to watch. She's got the, like this really extra special spark. So while they both did amazingly, I actually would put my money on Kimmy, but it's such a tough call and I think they should probably... And I think we said this a couple of weeks ago as well, this should be a double chante. <laughs> They, I mean, these girls, these queens are fighting, and they, they these really are good are. lip syncs. They really these are. These are good lip syncs. Like, if girls have been on a special drag race US, girls have been given a double chante for less. Oh. So give these girls a double chante, I say. But if it has to be one, I love Boom Boom, but I think just Kimmy edged it out a little bit. I mean, in the beginning, look, I'm watching it just very quickly. Again, mm-hmm. we don't usually do this, but I need to see. But the beginning, out on Bombay Boom Boom's is automatically going into the right emotion, where mm. I, I felt Kimmy came out just like, fierce, honey, oh, yes, funny. But Bombay captures the song more in the beginning for me. And I... Boom Boom, by the way, not Bombay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bombay, Boom Boom. <laughs> Boom Boom catches the emotion for me in the beginning. So in the beginning, I was like, okay, cool. Boom Boom's got it. Boom Boom understands the song. Because we all know you can dance. There's no point doing the same kind of fierce dance to every single song you have. You need to understand the song. And that's what dictates and that's what decides your movement and your feeling. So if you can feel the song first and then find out how you want to perform to it, you're always going to get my vote. And Bombay got that first. Boom Boom. (laughs) Boom Boom. My God. Because it's like Bombay. It's BB. BB. Yeah, I know it's bb and it's two syllables lady b lady, lady b lady b i've been writing boom squared when i've been making notes um so it sounds like you might be edging actually towards boom boom and i might be edging a little bit, bit more towards kimmy so let's call it a double shantay yeah because but the thing is kimmy for for her life 
Kimmy really fought for her life when everything mm. she's doing was amazing. Tell you what, I think they complement each other so well. And even the monochromatic aspect of their looks, they just work well together on stage. You're right about Boom Boom's expression, though. That's it. Boom Boom understood the song. We're going to have to I'm going to say Boom it. Boom. I'm going to say Kimmy. Okay, shall we see? Yeah. Congratulations to Kimmy for surviving the lip sync. Yeah, I did. I I think, you know, it, it was such a close call, but, you know, she's such a fierce performer. I'm just really sad. And I say this every week on Canada 3. Just so sad to say goodbye to Lady Boom Boom. I thought... She was lovely. She was funny. Um, just not her week. I don't know what happened. Fashion queen as well. Like she never had a single bad week on that runway. Um, I'll miss Lady Boom Boom. Do you know what? Canada, if ever there was a season for you to have a comeback queen episode, this is your season. It really, really is. Yeah. We've lost... I mean, it's just a really good cast, isn't it? We've lost cast. too much. But, like, I can't see the season without Kimmy. Kimmy's just life. I mean, I, I, we now use the whole, it seems correct. <laughs> she's, just, she's just giving you everything. And she's so expressive with the way she, she talks. She's, she's talking hard. She is she? great TV. So, uh, so yeah. Um, make sure to join us next week. That's us for this week. Uh, Canada's Drag Race. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to send us a comment or a message, do so. We'll love hearing from you. Uh, uh, we'll see you in a couple of days for Down Under. Down Under's coming out soon, so stay tuned for that. This yes. is Bowler. And Tom. We'll see you guys soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.